Class is in session. In this episode of The Daily Target, we will talk about the diary of Sierra Tavares Reyes. That is the focus of this edition of Expressions. everybody and welcome to this edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares Reyes, and this is the Daily Target Diary of Sierra Tavares Reyes. All right, so I've got a lot of stuff to catch you guys up on. There's been so much going on and, uh, you know, we had the holidays and a lot of stuff had happened during the holidays. So let's get right to it. So uh, the first thing I want to talk about is holiday gang stalking, of course. Holiday gang stalking, you know, they have to, you know, they send in, you probably are going to get a lot of flash mobbing on Christmas and, you know, Thanksgiving or whatever, whatever. Um, some people have argued that, oh, they don't work on the holidays. Nope, they do. Trust me. And I have evidence and proof that they do. So they got to spend up all that money by the end of the year. So I was um, mobbed, flash mobbed, or uh, what do you call that? Um, convoy harassment occurred on um December 25th, uh, Christmas Day of 2022. And I just want to let people know that these people don't take a break. These people don't rest. So there's a, a lot there. <laughs> but, oh, man. Uh, but I just want to say, you know, I don't celebrate holidays. I I used to. I mean, I like New Year's. It's probably about the only one that's left. But I don't I don't celebrate holidays anymore. I used to be all into that. And, and now I'm just like older. I'm like, you know, it's just another day to me. You know, I don't even celebrate my own birthday. You know, it's just another day. You know, just be glad that you live. That's probably about the best gift that you could have. But I don't I don't even celebrate holidays and stuff anymore. So, um, you know, my roommate, he's more um, into that kind of stuff. And he he's got to celebrate holidays. He's a traditionalist, you know. Um, I don't do the Christmas trees and I don't do any of that stuff. Um, that just really wasn't my, my thing, you know, cause real holidays are about, it's not about Christmas trees. It's not about gifts. It's about being with your family. It's about spending time with family and friends. That is what it's about. It's not about material possession or what did you give me? And if you don't give me anything, that means that you don't care about me. It's not about that kind of stuff, you know? Um, and so I don't know why people get so worked up about this kind of stuff and feel that, okay, the only way that to prove that you love me or to prove that you care about me or to prove that you're thinking about me is to give me some sort of a gift. You know, I get older. I, I just, I'm like, I'm just not into that stuff anymore. It's just not, you know, that big of a deal to me. And people have to understand that. And, you know, I'm just really not into that. So, uh, my roommate had a fall, um, and then he, um, injured his back somehow and everything, and that did not go well. And so had to ice his back and put some, um, give him some pain medicine and, um, trying to remember the other thing, some Tiger Balm on his back. 
to um, alleviate the pain and everything that was going on because um, he had been through. Uh, it was pretty bad, I guess. So, and now we got to do the pain patches and all that. So, uh, it's starting to get a little bit better, but it's not nowhere near where it needs to be. So, and uh, working on that. So, um, I'm just, you know, glad he didn't hit his head or nothing like that because that probably would have been catastrophic. But, I mean, this could have happened any to anybody anywhere because we had whether that was like. 20 and 30 below it was snowing outside so i almost fell a couple of times and you know i have a dog who's very powerful <laughs> i was like let me put some salt on the sidewalks to put some traction up and let's do what i need to do and make it work so when we had the 25 degree below weather uh, my roommate was all worried about me and he was like worried about me oh put this on put that on and like I don't want you to freeze to death and uh, put on six sweaters and all that other stuff I'm like you know I went out into the snow and it wasn't that bad you know New York snow is like six inches it's like super heavy and it's like it wasn't even that bad over here you know it doesn't last that long it's the only thing that you have to worry about I think the reason why I hated it so much is because it, it's, you know, when we get ice storms, when it gets really slick and slippery, that's what I was afraid of. So, um, but yeah, that's just probably what it was. But I'm like, boy, you're all worried about the wrong stuff right now. You're worried about me being, you know, because the temperature dropped 10 degrees. And I'm like, well, who cares about that? You, sh you shouldn't be stressing about that. I'm like, you should be worried about you and your health right now. That's what you should be worried about. But he's all worried about me freezing to death. And I'm like, I'm not going to freeze to death. I already know how this, this goes. I'm not like, you don't have to keep telling me that. But he was just nagging the shit out of me. And I'm like, go on with that. So, but uh, yeah, I ended up, you know, um, just putting on regular clothes. I took my dog out for a walk. And these people, sometimes they're in the snow, sometimes they're not. But uh, they work in all kinds of conditions that it could be pouring down, raining. They will still be out there. The purpose is still going to be uh, around. Um, we'll be right back. She's on top of the world. Hottest of the hottest girls say, oh, we got our feet on the ground and we're burning it down. Oh. we're back and so um making a transition I'm helping my roommate get into his place and uh he got a tv he's got like this you know this futon for right now until we can get everything else set up over there and everything so we kind of just been setting up we went over there to his house and um these people you know they already have been coming in there so there was some poop underneath the toilet seat in a place that, like, how would it get there? I just understand that. So somebody used the toilet. Um, you know, blinds were turned the other way and the heater was on because they knew they were, were coming over there. And, the, and his place has, you know, remote 
access. Anybody could, you know, it, the targeting and the slip and slide and going in and out of, out of his houses to make it look like nobody's ever been in there. It's going to be uh, quite seamless. So um, we got to get the TV over there. We got to get the futon over there, but everything else we got set up and just prepare to make this transition because sometimes we just kind of, you know, uh, you know, I, like I said, I used to date him. So we're not really compatible with each other uh, in a lot of different ways. So there's just some things that he has to remember. I mean, it's like, you know, when you have your own place, you have to clean up after yourself. This boy will cook, make a mess, and then I have to go back behind him. I have to go back and clean it up. He's very unorganized. And it's like, you know, you know you're going to need this, 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 and that. If, for example, if you know you're going to uh, have hot sauce with every meal, that's fine. But before you sit down, make sure you've got everything. But he'll like, okay. Bring his food over here into the living room, sit at the table and eat. And then all of a sudden, can you bring me my hot sauce? Can you bring this? Can you bring that? I'm like, you're supposed to be efficient. You're supposed to be, you know, have everything that you need all at one time. Um, but it's just bothers me that he doesn't, you know, take the time to do that. And the fact that you used to be a manager, I, I don't, that's just so crazy, you know. Um, the other thing, um, that uh, kind of vexes me is that he says that I'm always talking shit to his family, you know, about some things that I feel that they are entitled to know in case something should happen to you. We talked about this in multiple podcasts, and I'm just worried about your health and everything. You're supposed to be making some uh, some changes, and they gave you uh, they wanted to give you some medication for you to stop doing what you're doing, you know. T- you're in, in, in your sinking ship and uh, the, the medication causes uh, liver, severe liver, liver damage. You know, it'll help you stop. It'll, you know, calm those cravings, but it will cause severe liver, liver damage. And why do so would anybody take something that would mess up your liver or, you know, Western medicine? I don't like Western medicine, you know, um, because it there's the contraindications on there. I mean, it's just the side effects, all that stuff people don't think about. You know, you're going to have a medication that you're going to treat whatever, whatever, whatever. And then it's going to say, oh, side effects include heart attack, stroke, uh, in some cases reported death, yada, 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 yada. Why would anybody take a medication that would cause all that to happen? You know, so Western medicine is just, it's, it's, it's a fluke. It's terrible, you know. Um, but we live in a pill shot society, you know, and people think that anything that is natural, um, they call it voodoo. They said, oh, that stuff is not going to work. Oh, it's not approved by the FDA, yada, 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 yada. But that is real medicine. Real medicine is herbs. You know, if Western medicine actually cured people, then you would not need to refill your prescription. But yeah, I don't trust none of that stuff. I mean, it's just crazy all the stuff that they put in there. And and like I said, this medication is supposed to be curing people. But like I said, it's not curing anything. It's making it to where you can live with it and you'll be sick with it, but it is not making it better. You know, again, if Western medicine worked, anybody can argue with me, you would not need to refill your prescription. You would take the medication and whatever ailment that you had, it would be gone. It would be cured. But big pharma is in, a, in, you know, the process of, you know, making money. There's no money in debt people. There's no money in healthy people. The cure is in between, which would be sick people. And that's, you know, a hard pill to swallow. Some people are not going to want to hear that. But 
that's just is what it is. So we're going to take a break and we will be right back after this. All right, folks, and we are back. So uh, another thing I wanted to say to um, my roommate, I don't know why he does this, but it seems this is, this is I don't know why this guy was doing this, but uh, he called up one of his daughters or daughters, you know, she um, got him a birthday dinner and um, got me something as well. Um, but, you know, she's dating somebody new, whatever. And I was like, cool, that's so fine. She's got a new boyfriend. She's growing up and everything, she's 18 and whatnot, and then my roommate is asking her what her boyfriend looks like, what does he do, send him, me a picture, oh, he's ugly, I'm glad I'm handsome, and this and that, and it's like, why are you comparing yourself to your daughter's boyfriend, what is wrong with you, you know, but he compares himself to a lots of people, even people that that I would try to date, you know, it's just like, you shouldn't compare yourself to, I'm like, what in the hell is wrong with you? Why would you do that? You know, people are people. If you should be happy that your daughter is happy. She said that she was going to go to school to be a dental assistant. And he was like, oh, well, you want to go to school to be a dental assistant, be smelling people's bad breath and, and all of that other stuff. And well, that's what she's there for, to help people with that stuff. Because everybody knows how expensive a dentist is. You know, it's not cheap. So, you know, we need people to help other people. That's what it is. So she'll be very happy and be proud of um, what she's doing. All right. So in other news, I wanted to talk about a couple of things here. I want to talk about this. Um, I know that I initially was going to live or wanted to live in a townhouse. And I cannot believe I'm going to say this, but... Um, I, I, I was so adamant about living in one so bad. I wanted one. I mean, I was dying. That's all I talked about in my uh, other podcasts. And after thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? I'm just fine with a 600 something odd square foot. It doesn't have to be huge. I was initially looking for a 900 to like a thousand square feet at one point. But after having people, Come into your house, you know, when my roommate is in the shower and I'm outside walking my dog, you know, I've already caught somebody in here less than a week of me being here and everything. They're watching every move, everything that I'm doing, all that. And, you know, I don't want people hiding in my house, you know, having the space to, you know, to come in and do whatever. And then, of course, you know, being in a townhouse and then, you know, not only it's going to be a pain in the behind to clean because there's going to be, there's going to be a lot more space. There's going to be more places to hide. There's going to be more places to, to hide things when they break in to hide things and move stuff around or whatever they, they're going to do. You got that. And then you got two floors that you got to keep clean. So it's going to be a pain uh, to do that. So I, I didn't even think about all of that, you know, but um, I, I'm, I'm probably not going to do a town home anymore. You know, what if I'm upstairs and I'm taking a shower or something and someone's, you know, in my house, 
you know, at the bottom of, uh, you know, uh, on the first floor. So these are things that I, I never really took into consideration, you know, um, and then I'm running downstairs and they're running out of the house, you know, because as you know, you know, break-ins, you know, at least for me, I don't know about any other target individuals, but break-ins are a huge part of this, uh, this, uh, program. So I just wanted to point that out. No more, um, no more townhomes. So I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, another thing that has been bothering me too, I want to talk about this. Um, and I'm, I'm going to do a separate podcast about this, but I definitely want to bring this up here. Um, whatever your religious beliefs are, that is no problem or whatever, whatever people will have to believe what they want to believe into. Okay. But the problem I have with a lot of people is when you keep on reaching for things that are not there. Okay. I, I don't know why people keep saying that gang stalking or organized stalking or cause stalking or proxy stalking, whatever you want to call it, is demonic, satanic, supernatural, black magic, all of that kind of stuff like that. Listen, folks, we are already not being believed as it is. And for people to keep coming out of Woodward and keep trying to basically insert Things that are not there because they can't understand why people are being so mean and people are being so cruel. You don't make shit up. You don't make, you don't start making stuff up. You don't, I mean, if you're, if you're going to sit here and say that you believe in demons and spirits and all that other stuff or that this program is flagrant, why don't you tell the doctor, tell a police officer this kind of stuff and then see what kind of response that you get, you know, because that is making us look bad. Okay. It's like a, a form of self-gaslighting. It is not demonic. It is not satanic. It is not um, uh, supernatural. These are just people, bad people. There's good people. There's bad people. Okay? These are just regular people that are working for your Bellevue Police, uh, well, in my case, Bellevue Police Department, wherever city you live in or whatever jurisdiction, working for the police departments, the FBI, and they're asked to carry out certain tasks. And most people want to help and do these things because they've been told that we're a bad person. Okay. The, it's, there's nothing satanic and demonic. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that because it's making us look bad. It's making us look really bad. It's, it's, it's just, it, it, it makes us look bad guys. Okay. So, um, yes, there are murderers, there are rapists, there are pedophiles, you know, and people want to know, oh, I, the reason why I thought it was, I've heard somebody tell me this, oh, Sierra, the reason why I thought it was satanic and demonic is because, uh, I just don't understand how people could, could do so, do something like that. Well, let me tell you why they do it. They do it for power, control, greed, revenge, jealousy, envy. I mean, a pure unadulterated hatred, you know, you never know. These people, I'm telling you, the perpetrators that are participating in this program, okay, couldn't get a date in high school, couldn't get laid, couldn't get a girlfriend, couldn't get a boyfriend, was teased a lot, made fun of the whole nine, severely unpopular, didn't have any friends. And then it's like, okay, revenge for hire. Okay. How would you like to be a part of something big that makes you feel like a big man or a big woman or whatever, whatever. And then they, that that's, these are the people that, that they recruit. These people do not like their lives. They don't, they don't, they don't like themselves. 
Okay, can you imagine having to take orders and you got to be here every every day? You got to be here at this place to keep an eye on one person, you know, and the way that it works, the way that it works, it works like an Uber. Okay, now when you book an Uber, what happens? You see all those cars that are in the area, all those cars on the outside represent the perpetrators. You are the target that is making that call for the Uber. And then whoever's the closest, they're going to come there to watch you. But as you go about your day, they're going to be lying in the streets, follow you. And there's going to be people to witness because they're going to see which direction that you're going to go, go into. Like as in my case, you know, um, there's only two, two places that I can go. I, I can go, I can either, I, I can either go left or right. I can't go straight because there's, there's a, you know, there's a, there's a, um, a street there. So they're going to have people standing around. I got the, the, uh, the animal hospital people over there that are watching me. I got people that are just going to come outside, sit in their car. Sometimes they have the bright lights on. Sometimes they don't, you know. Um, and I've been documenting all the brighting and everything because, like I said, that's going to be my next video. It's going to be some vehicular brighting. I'm going to show people and uh, show people what it looks like, what organized talk it looks like. And so these people, they're trying to be real slick. And they'll try to sit backwards, you know, they'll still be bright and they'll have their, their backlights on, but they'll be brighting the other way. It's still, the, you're still doing the same thing. I'm still going to pick it up, you know, so make it overt. Don't be a coward. Do, do what you got to do, whatever the police told you to do and just go on with it. And I'm just going to, let me record it because I'm, 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 that's all I'm going to do. So, and I have my, my flashlight and I just shine my flashlight. Okay. We're going to have a Brighton contest because they don't like when you, when you give it back to them. I noticed that, you know, but I did notice also too, every time I have my dog with me, I mentioned this a thousand times before my dog seems to be the perp magnet for some reason. He is like, he attracts the perps because when I take him in the house, I hardly see anybody doing anything, you know? But when I have my dog, they're all over me. They're swarming me left and right. But when I take them in, they disappear. Just like, even like tonight, I went outside. Somebody was parked in front of me, brighting me. Long as I had my dog, they were there. I took my dog in the house, came back out. Probably about, I don't know, 30 seconds later, they took off and left. And I'm like, where are you going? I'm like, you're supposed to be here doing your job. Now I take my dog in. Now you disappear. We'll be right back. So, yeah, so one of the things that I noticed is that these perps, they don't like a dose of their own medicine. They can follow you. And this is what I want to tell people. If you're being followed like I'm being followed, follow them. Give it right back to them. Do exactly what they're doing to you. I mean, of course, within legal limits. But if you're being followed, follow them. You know, give out those business cards. Let them know who they work for. You know, get all up in their faces. Just like they're in our faces, I'm going to be up, and they, uh, trust me, they're not going to like it, but I don't know why. You can, they can follow you, and they have no problems with that, but when you follow them, they're like, oh my God, you know, 
So you got to learn how to flip the script. You got to learn how to turn it around if you're being followed, you know. And the, the thing that you have to remember is not to cause a scene, not to go off, but also at the same time, you want to put that shit on blast. You want to let them know what time it is with them, okay? You want to call them out and expose them for what they're doing. And I have no problems with that. I can do that without getting angry. I just let everybody know. Hey, like this perp right here, I said, this guy right here, this person is working for the Bellevue Police Department. Everybody's got a job to do, you know? And based on what I was, I went on Christmas Day, I took my dog out and um, it was so funny how there were like um, five cars in in a convoy and one one lady was circling around. They told her to circle, circle, circle. I said, hi. I said, hi. I said, um, here's, here's a business card. If you ever want to know who you work for, I just want to let you know. Gave out the business card to her. She started circling around. Then I gave it to another guy. He started, I started saying, here, I said, you want a business card? He started rolling up the window like I was going to harm him or something like that. I'm like, I said, I'm not going to do nothing to you. I just want to give you a business card. That's it. So based on his reaction, I know they told him something that I'm dangerous or whatever, whatever, because he was absolutely terrified. These people are very terrified when you start approaching them. But I'm not I'm not here to, to do anything. I'm just here to let you know, here, take this card, let, let you know who you work for, you know. And some people take the card, some people don't. That's totally fine. You know, I'm just like, here, I'm here to let you know. If you ever get curious, there you go. And some people, you know, they might get curious, but it is what it is. But, um, yeah, and, and some people, you know, they don't like the cameras in their faces and everything. Well, here's the thing, you know, don't participate if you can't handle it, you know. You shouldn't be participating. You can't handle it. And you don't want people, you know, don't follow people, you know, don't follow people if you don't want to be following yourself. Because like I said, I'm just going to serve it right back to you. That's what, what I'm going to do. If you want to be on my face, I'm going to be up in your face. Point blank, period. And that's just what it is. But that's what you need. People need to start doing. Um, and, and And like I said before, you know. Um, a lot of target individuals are always, you know, hiding behind the scenes. Everybody's afraid to come forward. Everybody's afraid to do something. It's like, you know, you say you want this stuff to end. You don't want to be targeted no more. But what are you doing about it? What are you doing to ameliorate this situation? And to, to you know, you got to put in that work. You know, everybody wants to sit behind a computer screen and not do anything and then say, whoa, is me or oh, I'm tired of this. But you have to do something. All of us need to come together. But there's not enough of us to do that because everybody just wants to go be keyboard warriors. I'm just saying, you know, people call me all the time and or ask me, Sierra, what do I do? What What do I do? And this is what you do. Get your social media. You need to raise your voice. Okay broadcast and make some noise. Remember, this program is all about everything being covert, hidden. You know, you want to make noise. Yes, your targeting is going to increase, but hey, welcome to the real world. I've been targeted for 10 years. You know, it's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to fluctuate. But even if you don't say anything, even if you don't raise your voice, it still can go up. Your targeting is still going to go up. That's what people have to understand. But it's better to do something than to, to sit around and not do nothing. Because when you don't do anything, you basically are letting them know that you are okay with what is going on instead of fighting back. You know, everybody needs to fight back and fight back in a court of law, fight back with documentation, 
you know, record these people, make videos, get a podcast, do interviews, get a website going, you know, pass out flyers, pass out business cards, raise your voice. Do not do nothing. That is the worst thing that you could possibly do is to sit there and suffer in silence. But there is not enough of us that are really putting forth the effort to leave, leave behind a paper trail. I forgot to also mention, do Freedom of Information Acts. Yeah, some people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I've done all that Sierra and nothing has happened. It doesn't matter. You're leaving a paper trail because at the end of the day, you're going to be able to use that in court. So people need to get more involved in this and stop being scared, you know. If you want something to end, you have to put forth the effort to make it happen or nothing will change because our persistence is going to eventually subsequently lead to our victory. Okay. We got to take a break. We'll be right back after this. So we are back. And um, another thing I wanted to talk about, too, just really quickly before we go, um, I've been like noticing that I, I feel like the time has been going by like super slow. And right now we're on the fall backwards time. You know, the spring forward time is coming soon. But I, I just I have not been wanting to go to sleep for some reason. I don't know why that is. I just keep feeling like, okay, if I go to sleep, I'm not getting anything done. And I really hate that. So um, I, I've, I've been just staying up, staying up, staying up for as long as I can because I keep feel, feeling like just everything that I'm doing, I'm not getting done. I'm not getting done. And the time is going by so quickly. I mean, this year went by so fast, guys, you know. I thought, you know, the slower time, things are going to be going to go by slower. You're going to need this extra hour of time. But it's just everything is going by so damn quickly. And I'm like, OK, I got oh, I got to do this. Oh, my God, I got to do that. And so and so consequently, I'm like, I don't want to go to sleep. I don't want to go to sleep because I feel like I'm going to I'm not going to get anything done. So um, but that's just what's been going on with me with that. So but anyway, um. Just think about what I said, you know, about this program and everything, fighting back. You know, like I said, everybody needs to, you know, take their part because the perpetrators are going to stick together. We got to stick together as well. And we got to, you know, make a collaborative effort in order to achieve success. I'm Sierra Tavares Reyes. Have a great night, guys. The Expressions Podcast has been brought to you by Anchor. I want to thank you all for listening. Like what you just heard? then please make a small donation to sustain future episodes at anchor.fm slash Sierra Tavares Reyes. Thank you.